Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And away we go at 4 o'clock on Gwyn and Chris. Hour number three of our Wednesday get-together. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. Until 6 o'clock this evening, then the Scraby Chronicles check in from 6 to 7. If you haven't yet heard uh, our uh, cohort there handle things for himself an hour each and every day following this program, you're missing out. The Chronicles fast taking over the uh, early evening Radio time slot. I've been feeling the love from from listeners. You're doing a nice job. Thank you. I'm and, glad they uh, started shooting you some love because apparently they were not shooting you love earlier. You were quite upset with us. So oh, I'm oh, happy today. I'm happy that you're receiving the love, man. I am. Good. I am. I am. Scraby Chronicles from six to seven. They wrap up with the daily gripe. Ooh, I had a great. And believe me, Scraby spends most of his day <laughs> trying to think of the daily. What gripe. What was your daily gripe last night? What'd you ah, have? man, I just said friends that force you into things that you don't really want to do. <laughs> he was talking about us. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, no, the other night I had one that was a legit one, and it's when I see people in expensive cars talking on their cell phones with their hands, like speakerphone or up to their ears. Versus seeing people in, in you have not no expensive cars. You have no excuse in an expensive car with Bluetooth to be talking on your phone. Don't all cars pretty much have Bluetooth now? Yeah, well, I wouldn't I even think you need like, an expensive car for no, that okay. faux pas. All right, well, then if we can expand it to every car, then I'll expand pretty it to Pretty much every everybody car. now. But it drives me nuts when someone's driving drives terribly, and then you pull up, and I'm like, I bet you they're on the phone, and then you look, and they're on the phone. Yeah. People... Holding your what, phone what your... to your mouth is not hands free. <laughs> what 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 is the result of the response from you if they happen to look is up it, and see you looking? Is in? it a mean mug? Like yeah. What do you get from? I shake my head like I'm so disappointed. You shake and then your I, head and I do this on the, with the phone. I go click, <laughs> like the... hang up, hang, hang up. up your phone, and then I that? step on the gas and go. Burr! <laughs> <laughs> I'm on one today. I really am. All right, 833-288-0973 if you want to play some Chris versus the fans. You win. You qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. And I certainly don't have it memorized, and I'm not going to be able <laughs> well, to find it on I the got sheet. You. I got you. Oh, wow. I got you, man. Don't, okay. don't oh, you. Thank you. Don't okay. worry about it. It's Very a chance nice. uh, for two tickets. Wait, am I reading this? We got a new one? Yep. Yeah, we yeah. do have oh, a yes. new one. It's an air supply. Yeah. Correct. I was like, that's not, that's not our two guys that we've been, uh, two bands we've been promoting the last couple <laughs> Tom weeks. Kiefer Tom and LA Kiefer Guns. and nope. LA Guns. It's a new one now. Uh, two nights stay at Westgate Las Vegas and two tickets to Air Supply. With a legacy spanning decades, Air Supply continues 
to captivate hearts. Now in their 45th anniversary year, the duo continues to play more than 130 shows a year worldwide. Join us in celebrating their music and enduring legacy on May 31st and June 1st at the Westgate Westgate International Theater at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Boom. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first-time player, let us know before the first question. And you'll get that question for free today and start on question number two. By the way, my reaction to scoring a point on you in the Fantabulous Game Show, uh, Brock... Put it on the internet. We cut it. I need to remember that I am on camera. You do. Because that is embarrassing. Uh, did someone end up putting a, a superimposing a hot dog on there? Why did you even say that? <laughs> I might even dump that right now. <laughs> no one did that yet. Oh, it would be kind of funny. Yeah, it would. it would. I appreciate everybody who's listening in their cars and does so every day in uh, transit. So you don't have the option. Right. But if you have the option to watch the show on YouTube, by all means, do it. Scraby's giving jewels Scraby's out. worth the price. He is, for yeah, sure. For sure. All right, let's get to our first contestant of the day. Tyler, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Oh, no, Tyler just dropped. Tyler dropped, so Uh-oh. we're going to go to Derek. Derek, Derek welcome too. to the show. Jeez, man. Derek dropped. Go? How about Neil? Is he still Neil's, there? Neil's there. Neil, how are you, my man? Good, how are you? We are well. Here we go. First question. Oh, by the way, first question. Oh, first time player! All right. They got it in just in time. 49ers linebacker Fred Warner went to what San Diego High School? Oh, boy. Mission Hill. He did. Neil, you're right on it. Someone brought to my sorry, hang on, Neil. Someone brought to my attention the interview that we did with the 49ers linebacker Fred Warner about five or six years ago, and they reminded me that I put the wrong position on the sheet. You he, did. I remember that because I think I was the one who had to say you did. it. You did. And he goes, actually, I play linebacker. Yeah. I'm, I'm forever scarred. I mean, I, I just received scars just thinking I'm, about that. I'm laughing because it was so awkward and embarrassing. What did we say played? I think it was like safety Kicker or corner. Kicker or something? No, it wasn't anything like that. It was like safety or corner, defensive this back. This was his rookie season? Like, please yeah, tell I, me he hadn't been established. Oh, no, he wasn't. No, we weren't getting Fred Warner, this Fred Warner. We we got Fred Warner, who was new in the league, oh, and he was from San Diego. You know, it's fun. he's going to remember that for the rest of his career. I went on the, my first Do you think radio so? show in San Diego. I'm getting prepared for the draft. and Oh, no, he was a 49er at, the point, at that point. Oh, either way. He was one of his first in his hometown. We don't even got his position right, and it's me. I should try it's to gonna find It's going to be my out. voice. Welcome to your hometown interview, Fred. <laughs> position you play again? <sighs> I wish I would have just asked him that at this yes, point. Yes, it would have been better. You would think the guy who's a massive 49ers fan would have oh the right position gosh, on there. Scraby. I apologize for that, but someone reminded me of that the other day, and I was like, wow, I completely forgot about that. No, Thanks very, for reminding very me. Very good on you, Neil. You know what high school he went to, <laughs> yeah. so you're... <laughs> 
You're it, sweating out the final question here. We're here making we you wait. Question number three. Yeah. Wow. What team has played in four Super Bowls but never held a lead? Hmm. Viking. Not a boy, Neil. Think you wow. got it. He you got did. it. I heard a ding. <laughs> four. Yeah, they didn't. And they didn't even held games. a lead. No, they were blown out in all four Super Bowls. Pretty well. They, the first. Uh, I take it back. The second one they were in against Pittsburgh. It was at least close for a half, but. They got they were, races they, the were getting, half. they were getting outplayed badly the entire game, and uh, they eventually got beat. Neil, so, hang yeah, on. They the never line. Left. Very good, Neil. And just for everyone, so we know that was within the ten seconds. Yeah, he's a legit winner. Legit, legit. No winner. need to even bring it up, man. Neil was all over that. <laughs> no, <laughs> because I already job. see the dot 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 in the chat. Meaning, uh, oh, how did he get he's, that? He can think about no, it for a second. I agree, Neil. Nice work, man. It really, you know, all respect to Neil. He's the winner today, and it gives me a day off and uh, saves Scraby some questions. Thank you. But that wasn't really a tough question. There's only been two teams that have lost all four Super Bowls they've been in. It was right. either the Bills or the Vikings. You had a fifty-fifty shot. And he uh, oh. he thought about the Bills for a moment and he went with the Vikings. It's not as hard of a question as everybody yeah, was. It wasn't as hard as you think. Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't put that together. Give Neil credit. I mean, there's two teams that are zero and four in Super Bowl play. Kudos to Neil. And Neil Neil was on you know on top of that. Jacob well says that was legit. So for, it for was Neil being legit. on top of it, now we must figure out the next four minutes. I of got this, a trivia uh, question oh, for perfect. you based on Super Bowl success. Perfect. Name the only four teams. That have played in a Super Bowl, but never lost a Super Bowl. There's only Say four. Again, four teams that played a Super Bowl. Played in a Super Bowl, but have never lost a Super Bowl. Cowboys? Cowboys have lost plenty of Super Bowls. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's not the answer no, to the I'm question. I'm thinking about the 70s. They've been yeah. in two. The Cowboys, I believe, are five well, and three. What about the... In Super Bowl play. Saints. Saints are one and oh. Yes. Very good, Tony. You got one of the four. What about the Ravens? Ravens are two and oh. Very good, Scraby. You got one. What about, I don't know if the New York Giants lost at any point, but they won those two with Eli and one back in the 90s? Uh, they got ripped by the Ravens, okay. though, one right. year. Yeah. Oh, duh. So yeah. They've, they've got a stupid. Super Bowl loss. That was, uh, that was the good old Collins uh, quarterback. Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins. Yeah, lost. Uh, to, well, I mean, that, that Baltimore team was, that was so ridiculous. loaded. Yeah. Uh, the Ooh. Seahawks. Fan- no, sorry. Sorry. They lost that one to They the, did. The There's Patriots. two more teams that are undefeated in Super Bowl play. You guys got the... Saints and you got the Ravens. Well, the 49ers have lost, so that's... 49ers are not the answer. That's right. They're five and two in Super Bowl I mean, play. Rams have lost. The yeah. Steelers. It's oh, kind of a weird like, question mm-hmm. because you'd think there'd be a lot, lot more teams that have there, there's, actually. There got to be teams that the other. There got to be teams that's barely been to the Super Bowl. The yes, that's yeah. what I would think. That's what I'm thinking. Of that right is correct. Now. Tampa. Tampa two and zero. Oh. Very good, Tony. You got one. Good there's one more. Uh, this team has only been once, and they won the only time they were there. And it was well before either of you guys were wow. alive. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't know it. Because it's one of the most famous Super Bowls ever. Packers? No, Packers have Packers lost the Super Bowl. What about they lost the Broncos we were alive. here? Chiefs have lost. Chiefs have lost. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm out. Bears have lost. I'm out. <laughs> Tapping out. I'm out. I can't think of anybody. Super Bowl three. 
The New York Football Jets ah. beat the Colts in the famous Joe Namath guarantee game. <laughs> Broadway Joe, yeah. That was, goes back to one of our trivia games where Tony didn't know the name of Joe Namath, yeah, so I guessed Broadway is. Joe. And I, I gave it to him because I just assumed, yeah, you'd know it. He didn't know it was. Wait, yeah. so the Jets? Jets went to the uh, Super Bowl three, and that's the last time they've been to the Super Bowl. Oh, that's that's rough. Yeah, it's been a while for that's the rough Jets. For fans. Hang with them, Jets. That's, Hang with them, that's Jets. That's why it's been so um, so much vitriol from, from the fan yeah. base. Now I understand it. Super Bowl three is their last appearance. Like, could, a lot of those fans, most of those fans weren't even alive for their last full It's been year. passed down through generations yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. at least they've been. The Lions still haven't been. No, they have not. Thanks to the second half choke job they turned in okay. against the 49ers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Gave you the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Choke job. Okay. Choke job. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else really new in sports? It's, it's so quiet of late. I did see that. You guys talked about Saban's going to be on the NFL Draft Analyst Show. And College Game Day. Right. Uh, Matt Miller is the new guy on ESPN. Matt Miller. Filling in. His name is Matt Miller. He's the new draft analyst who I assume has taken over for Todd McShay because they don't have Todd McShay anymore. Oh. They, they let him go? Where'd yeah, they go? did. They kept Mel Kuyper because, you know, they're not going <laughs> to kind of mess with a legend. He's a legend. But uh, Matt Miller did his first two-round picks already. And I'm going to predict something about Matt Miller's picks. And I bet you Tony will agree with me. In the first round, he has five quarterbacks being drafted. Caleb Williams, Drake May, North Carolina, Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner, LSU. And then he also has down uh, the road a little bit, Bo Nix from Oregon and J.J. McCarthy from Michigan, all going in the first round. The mm. next quarterback mm. he has from Washington. is our man from Penix. Washington, Penix, going in the second round at number 43. I will go out on a limb here and say that Penix is better than at least one, probably two or three of the guys who go in the first round. I think uh, just watching the games, I don't have all of the intangible figures and analytics, but Penix just looks like he's a whole lot better than you know some of these guys at least. It's interesting. Uh, he's not. He's probably the third or fourth analyst. I've seen that has Penix. Yeah. Second no, he's round. He's not alone. And this fifth or sixth quarterback taken right. in he's the He's not draft. alone in this uh, in this prediction. This is uh, going to be interesting because kind of like watching C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young before they were drafted. Yeah. Both very good quarterbacks, but there was just something about Stroud that looked like he was ready yeah. for the NFL right then and there. I thought so. Yeah. You thought so. Scraby agreed. But nobody else agreed with us. Everybody said, no, Bryce Young's a certain the and, guy. And, and again, it's not to him. say that Bryce Young won't eventually be that. Correct. But just but coming so out of the draft, you yeah. just felt like we did at least. And I'm saying the same thing is going to be with Penix. I don't know who he's going to be better than out of that five because Bo Nix is certainly a good quarterback. Yeah. McCarthy's certainly a good quarterback. Well, I'm we predicting know... it'll be better, better than McCarthy. You think it's going to be better than McCarthy? <laughs> Despite what Harbaugh – and I'm not trying to pick on McCarthy, but again, I watched the game. I watched – them play head to head. Penix was same. throwing off his back foot and still getting some passes off. McCarthy standing there all day long was still missing targets. You Michigan know, won, but I, you can't tell me McCarthy looks like a better quarterback. You know what we're missing right now, and we'll get a lot of it come draft time. Hand size. 
Oh, yes. We'll be talking about the quarterback's uh, hands. Hand Scrape, you do a little uh, – you said you were beginning your research on the draft, so get on that. I should you? have all of the hand sizes available. Yeah. Now, Jim Harbaugh came out, of course, and, I mean, this is when you know that Harbaugh is kind of full of it. Now, he said that he thinks by the draft McCarthy will be the number one guy taken. Stop it. So that's just, Stop that's just silliness. Because we know that's not going to happen. Yeah, he's not going to jump four quarterbacks between now and draft day. So Harbaugh, you know, being a little bit over the top there. A little bit, a lot Slightly. of Slightly. Yeah. All right, timeout on the field here. Gwen and Chris rolling along. Big five comes up at the bottom of the hour. Any baseball news today? Yeah. Well, yes. A former Padre has signed elsewhere. We'll remind you who and tell you when somebody's going to sign here in San Diego when Gwen and Chris continues. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You know, Chris asked for a baseball story before he went to break. We mentioned Gary Sanchez, former Padre, now a Brewer. But I thought this was an interesting story because... Major League Baseball usually frowns upon this kind of conversation, but with the, I guess, not reemergence, but with baseball coming back into the Olympics, apparently uh, there is some. there are some owners out there that are supportive of allowing players to play in the 2028 Olympics in L.A. when baseball returns. Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, Major League Baseball is one of it might be the only uh, Olympic sport where the professionals don't participate. Um, it's always been an amateur thing for baseball because baseball's played in the summer, 
And, you know, you the season owners aren't on. that fond of paying guys to go play in the Olympics where, especially in today's world where everybody is hypersensitive to injury, um, something like that could happen. But apparently, according to Bleacher Report, um, some Major League Baseball owners are increasingly supportive of sending major leaguers to the 2028 Olympic Games in Los Angeles. This comes from Evan Drellich, who is usually on you top of know. these type of uh of stories that that report dropped by Casey Weiserman, uh, chairperson of the Weiserman Media, media Group, made would it. Would pre- they? I, I don't know if they talked to any of these owners, but would they be willing to suspend the season for two weeks? That is, that is the right question. in the middle of the year, so that those guys can play in the Olympics, or would you have to just miss your best players for two weeks during the middle of the year? It's uncommon, according to this article. It's not according to this article, but in the article, it mentions how that's uncommon. In sports league, the NHL did so in 98, 2002, yes, 6, 10, 14. It was a big boost for the NHL, but they needed that boost, they I did. must say. Yeah. I mean, getting their best players on a stage like that and then having them return to their teams, people were all of a sudden pretty excited to see a lot of these guys play. They stopped that in 2014, but it will return into yeah. the games in 26 it's and 30. It's good for hockey when that happens. The WNBA has sent their professionals since 2000. Again, Beneficial to, to the WNBA to get right. all these all these kids some exposure. A similar showcase, showcase, obviously for MLB, has been the World Baseball Classic, which has been a big hit for for Major League Baseball. But that is Major League Baseball controlled, um, and so you know, of course, the biggest obstacle in the regular season. Uh, but Bellet, but Drellich reports that uh, Wazerman discussed a con- condensed schedule that would occur over perhaps five or six days. The tournament would include six or eight countries. So, oh, I see. The Olympic tournament would be condensed so right. that the players wouldn't have to be gone so long. I know one person who would put in for a shorter baseball season, Anthony Rendon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dog might have a – he might be okay with that for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's the fact that they're talking – this is something that has been like – as soon as it comes out of somebody's mouth, cold water is immediately bored. But the fact that there's some owners now talking about it, and I wonder what has loosened them up to it. Was it the World Baseball Classic and the buzz that it created going into the season? I mean, yeah. the summer months of baseball, if we're being if we're being honest. The dog days, was, as they say. That is the time where it gets, you know, a little boring sometimes. Yeah. Well, I, I know one owner that would probably vote for this, uh, again, is my uh, my best friend in baseball, Dick Monfort. Oh yeah. The reason the Rockies are unlikely to lose any players to the Olympics, they, they would, don't have anybody. It would be a benefit to the Rockies, so they might be able to win some games during that time. But I, I don't know that this is a great move for baseball. Yeah, I, it'd be nice for the fans, but I, I don't think stopping the season for a week is a good idea. See, this is why I think the owners are into it because they know that putting their biggest stars in the Olympics with everybody watching is just going to grow their team, their sport. And so, that means listen, more money in the if, end. If, if, listen, we don't know how many owners are talking about it, but I can assure you if owners are talking about it, there is some money attached to it. And I don't mean somebody's going to give them money. They see dollar signs somewhere exactly. in the equation. Yeah. Or they wouldn't be entertaining it, and especially that, yeah. if it means interrupting the Major League Baseball season. That is kind of crazy to think about. It, it would be – I can't even envision how that would look. Like you turn on a game and, you know – Manny's gone, Shohei's gone. Like it would just, it would, it would, it would be something to see. Or for if sure. they pause the season, 
You know, the World Baseball Classic, I, I, I didn't get into it as much as other people. I struggle to see guys that I'm used to being on the Padres playing alongside a guy that's used to playing on the Dodgers or, you know, all it's basically a bunch of all-star teams. I struggle with that. You struggle in with the com- dream team? In a competitive atmosphere like that. Say that again, Tony. The Do you struggle with dream the dream team, teams? The NBA dream teams? Not the first one, <laughs> but I think since then it's kind of, it's not that big a deal to me. Okay. So. I It, it would be, um, I have a hard time seeing that. If it gets done. I I don't see how you stop the season. No. The season is already long enough. Even pushing it an extra five or six days. Yeah, that when would you take think you about it. November yeah, for the that's, World Series. that's a it's a big deal. So I, I it, it's a it's a fun topic to talk about. We're gonna have to see how they they iron it out if it's if it's actually real or not. So um, the best football show with Brian Baldinger wraps up. The football world in 15 minutes, so you can be smarter at the water cooler. Join Baldy in his, as he explains the biggest stories from multiple vantage points and the ripple effect it has throughout football. He dissects the NFL's most exciting moments and top players. As only a film junkie can follow the best sh- football show with Brian Baldinger in the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you got any more baseball stuff, Scrape? No. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won his arbitration case. Oh, oh, he won. I'm not, I, I don't hear many guys winning their arbitration. Yeah, you don't always. I feel like players are usually on the wrong side of, of the arbitration case, but apparently not because teams settle all the time. So clearly those numbers, uh, he'll be paid just short of $20 million, 19.9. And had exact. he lost, he would have had to settle for? 18.05. You think about it, that was a $2 million decision in his favor. He won it. But from our side, it seems like it wouldn't have mattered either way. Right. Right. I'm sure that extra two mil can go to something that uh, he really needs. Sure. <laughs> uh, where else you guys want to go, man? There's just there's not a lot going on. Nah, no, do you just want to get to the uh, big five, the break, all get that to good the stuff? Big five on the other side. See what Scraby has cooked up for us. Good stuff. Huh. Really good stuff. Tony Gwynn Jr. is pointing out tomorrow night, Lakers host Denver. That's tomorrow night. Crypto.com Arena. Is that what they call it? Yep. Uh, outside of that arena tomorrow night. At the Crip. At the, is that what they're calling it? The Crip now. Just made that up. It's actually <laughs> kind of cool. It's not bad. Uh, at the Crip, they will unveil a statue of the great Kobe Bryant. It is 2 February 824. The 8th and the 24, of course, representing the numbers that Kobe wore during his career. How many statues do they have out there now? Do we know? Magic. I mean, you can go to, like, the Natural History Museum and see fewer statues now. I think you're right. Than if you go to Crypto.com Arena with the Gretzky and the hockey guys. I didn't even think about the hockey guys. Everybody. Chick Hearn, yeah, Elgin Baylor. Lots of statues, but uh, all seem very well-deserved. I mean... You know, you go through the greatest players in the history of the NBA. There's only a few of them that never played, played for, for the Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> You're right. Just about everybody has stopped in with the Lakers at one time or another. So that's tomorrow. Uh, we uh, are rolling towards 6 o'clock here this evening before the Scraby Chronicles get underway. 
The host of the Scraby Chronicles has for us today's Big Five after we check traffic. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Big game coverage on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Visit them today at solostove.com. I don't know if we knew how much Gary Sanchez was being paid when we talked about this just a little bit ago. Number five. But we know now. John Heyman tweeting out Gary Sanchez is going to be signed to a one-year deal plus an option for $7 million. So that's what Gary Sanchez uh is going to make with the Brewers. Now, of course, my mind and the chat's mind went to seven million bucks isn't that much for a player these days. And the Padres aren't biting at anything. So, Chris, is it safe to say anything over five million dollars is too much for the Padres at this point? No, I don't think it's safe to say. It's likely to say. But I wouldn't have paid seven million dollars for Gary Sanchez. Yeah, I already told like you lot. why. I mean, the 19 home runs was terrific. The thought that it seemed like he hit 30 home runs even better, but barely hit over two bills. I think 217, 219. He hasn't hit over 230 for seven years of big league baseball. I don't think a everyday DH can hit, you know, 215, even if they hit some home runs. So I wouldn't have spent my $7 million on Gary Sanchez. All right. So, Tony, is it? Safe to say the Padres aren't going to sign anyone for over $5 million? Uh, safe? I don't think it's safe to say it. Likely, I think, like Chris said. But not safe. Um, they clearly look like, seem like they are going to bargain shop and are going to see if the market comes back to them. And if it does, they'll probably be willing participants in the market at that point. I left it at $5 million, so Brandon Belt can sign here. And, uh, <laughs> so, so he still him. fits in yeah, there. He's still with Brandon. the $5 million. All right. Number four. <laughs> Just taking money out of his pockets. Yeah. Well, that's what the spot track said, so I'm going to go by that. They actually yeah, said $2.5 million. I can see his agent and A.J. Preller you know, getting together and trying to hash it out and Agent asking for a certain number, and AJ Preller said, "No." Sports Scraby said, "You get five million. That's Sports Track has you get five million. That's what we're five. And he's like, "All right, Scraby said it. I'm in." Scraby says it. I'm I'll play. in. The Kansas City Chiefs have seemingly replaced the Patriots as the most hated team in the NFL, and Patrick Mahomes is okay with it. He said uh, either last night or this week at some point, "Quote: I think I just like winning." 
Uh, if you win a lot and that causes you to be a villain, then I'm okay with it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to play, enjoy playing the game and try to win as much as possible, end quote. Tony, do you think of Patrick Mahomes as a villain? Because I sure don't. No, I don't. And I think that's the, uh, the good quality he has about him. Because he doesn't, no matter how much he's winning, he doesn't come off like a, a butthead. He doesn't <laughs> come off as arrogant. Entitled. Entitled. He doesn't come off as any of that. And I so know, he married someone that did. Oh, so. <laughs> could, could you leave joke, Mrs. Mahomes joke, alone? Joke, joke. I don't blame Scravy for giving her a hard time. She seems she's at least earned a hard time. <laughs> she's at least. I'll be happy when you guys don't have to say seems, because that that ultimately means you don't really know. You're just kind of throwing it out there. Yeah. I mean, did you see her that's twirl fine. her finger that's when she fine. was trying to find that's her way all, out of that, the Ravens stadium? That doesn't stadium? bother you at all. I'm, you're willing to just to throw it on out there, aren't you? Well, the quarterback show did show me that. You that, hated, You didn't like Patrick for a long time before that quarterback show. And now I like Patrick. But anyway. Anyway, I digress. Um, what was your question again? Is he, do you uh, think yeah, of him no, as a villain? I don't think of him as a villain. I, I don't. There's, he's done nothing that puts him in that villain role. I appreciate him saying I'll be glad to be the villain if it means winning, but he doesn't have to be. Chris, do you think of Patrick Mahomes as a villain? No, the guy tells uh, Max Crosby of the Raiders that he appreciates him after Crosby <laughs> tore his head off. <laughs> I mean, Mahomes is a great competitor and a great he's a gamer. It's really hard to dislike him. I tried yeah. during that Miami playoff game, but there's nothing to dislike him for. Plays it the right way, celebrates it the right way. Has a lot of respect for his opponents. He doesn't. He, I'm sorry, you mentioned Max Crosby, and I couldn't help but think of him <laughs> calling uh, Garden Minshew little boy the whole time as he was chasing after him, trying to rip his head Come off. Come back here. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like uh, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, his tight end's girlfriend could use a little, couple of tips from Patrick Mahomes how to accept winning better. Um, don't get Chris started oh on the Grammys Lord. acceptance speech. There's some hate. Her I Grammy didn't actually acceptance hate on this speech thing. was a little self-serving, if you ask me. I mean, she did win an award, so why? And if you're it be wondering how many Grammys she had, she told you so. I don't know where to fall on this. I don't know where to fall on this because part of me wants ridiculous. to jump on the bandwagon with Chris, and part of me wants to defend her for some reason. I don't know why. Leave Taylor alone. Yeah. Did you see the picture going around? She's of doing someone? nothing but being great. That's who, it. Who is it? Len Dawson in the the locker room smoking a cigar or whatever during the first Super Bowl. Yes. N- they now have Taylor Swift's face. Now it's on Taylor his face. smoking that cigarette. <laughs> it's a cigarette, but yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Oh, it's not a cigar. It's yeah. a meme. Yes, a meme. A doctored meme. Thank you. Number three. Uh, Oh, wait. One more thing about this villain thing. I think people didn't like the Patriots more because Bill Belichick is such a hard-nosed guy and Andy Reid is lovable. It's just easier to love the Chiefs than it is to hate them. The the Chiefs, here's the thing. Because you you think about Tom, he never did anything that that really made you dislike him. I don't think But that's what I'm saying. There was always some type of element involved, whether it was Bill. When it wasn't Bill, it was Deflategate. Mm-hmm. And so you, you, there were things that, even if they weren't necessarily real, people hung on to. The Chiefs really haven't given you anything. Like, when they lost, when they win, they're kind of the same individuals all the time. And I think that's why nobody, like, really hates them. 
the only one not going with the chief way is Kadarius Tony at this point. So poor guy's not going to be able to play in the Super Bowl, and he's fighting hard. To... I don't think he, he's not on the injured list anymore. No, but I feel like there's something going on in the middle because Andy Reid will say nothing about it, and he's and and Kadarius Tony's like I'm not, good. He's not continuing the distraction. He's not going to buy into it. All right. Number three. Honestly, it would be nice if he played in the game because I'm sure it'll he be might helpful. Be offside. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, um, right. We talked about the extra week in between the championship games and the Super Bowl, and there are quite crazy. There are crazy questions, guys. Crazy questions everywhere. And I guess the cousin of the listener whose fantasy baseball league I joined was behind a pretty viral tweet here. I think it was yesterday. And he put this together. He said that he's been trying to figure out who Brock Purdy looks like for the past two years. And he thinks Brock Purdy looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. That's good. For some reason, we're talking about JFK's assassination (laughs) again on the show. Lee Harvey Oswald. (laughs) But... Brock Purdy was asked about this last night, and here is what he said about being compared to Lee Harvey Oswald. You and, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you two look alike. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh, Physical comparison. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So he was not a fan of it. I and don't think anybody could be a fan of that. Right. Who wants Even to be if he looked just right. like him, he wouldn't He'd be like, want I that. don't look anything like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little strange comparing a Although guy. Although, if to you the... listen to my podcast, Scraby, uh, it's got <laughs> nothing to be absur- uh, concerned about. Lee Harvey Oswald did nothing wrong. I started According listening to Rob to your... Reiner and people like that. I started listening to your podcast, and Rob Reiner claims that he knows who did it, and yes. no one knows who did it. So you cannot claim that you know who did it. You can have a theory. But you cannot claim like yeah. Rob Reiner does. But he's got a lot of ammunition to support the fact that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't do it. I'll right. only say that. Well, Brock Purdy hopes that's true, Chris, because then he's not compared to it as the guy who assassinated a president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Here's what I want to ask, Chris. Oh, is this a clown here. question? Clown question. I'm so glad Brock Purdy didn't say that. Yeah, that's good for I you, Brock. But oh, Brock it, would yeah, I, I think it's totally a clown question, but I'm not surprised. I mean, we're getting to Wednesday now. I mean, it's all started Monday. I mean, after 48 hours, there's not much left to ask Brock Purdy. <laughs> Great point. So, Great point. so you, it's not a clown question. It is. No, it is I think it question. is. Oh, sorry. I missed that part. I think it is, but there's just not a whole lot left right now. I know. Tony, clown question. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a clown question. Only because these are the type of questions that happen every year at the Super Bowl. Never fails. This one is a little unique. <laughs> the internet did what internet does. And uh, found a, a close comparison, according to the internet, of Lee Harvey Oswald. But I, I don't think it's a clown question. I, I expect to hear these type of questions come. He does kind of look like a man. Chris, I'm just look, saying. I'm going to retweet this uh, original tweet. but Ooh, It's pretty I close. Think he does. It's pretty close. <laughs> Poor Brock Purdy, though. The guy's just trying to Scrooge. play in a Super Bowl. And there you go. Um, I think that... Uh, Give Brock Purdy a rifle and a beard. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he does have a rifle. It's Perfect his match. arm. Oh, 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 boy. Yes. Good one for you, Scrabe. Thank you. Thank for you. you. Thank Good you. Good one. Thank you. All right. Um, let's go to... Number two. One. Do you guys remember Russian figure skater Camilla Valieva? Mm, no. Do not. Well, she won gold at the last Winter Olympics. Oh, she got it stripped. 
and she was disqualified due to PEDs, and now we may know why, according to her. Oh, my Lord, don't say it. And I really, this is me talking, I don't think that she made this up. I think the Russian people made this up for her. Oh, okay, that's fine. But a strawberry dessert (laughs) contaminated by her grandfather's heart medication might have caused Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva's positive doping test, her lawyers argued, at sports highest court. Which rejected the explanation. Of course they did. Banned her for four years. The CAS judges. Well, you see what happened was the strawberry dessert had a sprinkle of my uncle's heart disease. I'll tell you, they have a reason. They 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 broke it down. Let me hear the breakdown, please. The CAS judges were asked to believe that Valieva's grandfather quote accidentally dropped a pill into the dessert (laughs) while he was preparing it, or because there were crushed residues of trimetazidine tablet on the chopping board he used to prepare the dessert. <laughs> he was preparing I don't it cut with my it. pills on my cutting board, but okay. Um, breaking down this pill. What is it, like a huge gigantic? I don't it? know. It was also a 129-page report. Tony, do you think her grandpa accidentally poisoned the dessert? <laughs> Long story short, no, I, I don't. It's a really good try, though. The, I mean, I don't even think that you can give it credit for a really good try. Strawberry dessert? Let's be fair. We don't know how and where her grandfather keeps his medication. It might be on the cutting board. <laughs> Strawberry dessert. No, she's uh, she's getting she's. If I'm not mistaken, this actual competition was protested because the 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 test popped up during the Olympics. Yes, it did. It's a year process yeah. before. So I think when the contest ended and they had to you know give the Medals out. I don't believe anybody. They had an actual ceremony because it was under protest. I don't remember. No, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Do you think your grandpa accidentally poisoned the dessert? Well, if you listen to Rob Reiner's podcast oh, on my the subject, <laughs> pretty clear that that's exactly what. Oh, happened. Rob Reiner <laughs> found it was true. Yes, Rob Reiner did some research and he knows sorted it all out. <laughs> yeah, this one seems like a reach. Yeah, can I say? Yeah, it seems like a reach. (laughs) All right, final one. Man, we went through this big fire quicker than usual. Uh, So I'm glad I get to bring this to you. A Frenchman spent the last eight years painstakingly piecing together 706 nine. (laughs) I did this the other day. By piecing together 706,900 matchsticks to make a 23.6-foot model of the Eiffel Tower, easily beating the existing record by two feet. But, oh. but he says... Easily beating? That means somebody else somewhere put together... Wouldn't be surprised if it was 5, this 5,000 matchsticks or whatever. 706,000 matchsticks. Somebody put together 506,000. Yeah, but he says last week... The Guinness Book of World Records had bad news for him. Oh, wow. He used the wrong type of matchsticks to qualify for a record because they weren't commercially available. Oh, he got the the, the, the deep brand. Yes. No, well, the here, black here it market is. brand. Here it is. Having grown tired of buying matches from the supermarket and manually removing the sulfur heads of each one, uh, the Frenchman struck a deal with a manufacturer to sell 33-pound boxes of headless matches. So he got the matchstick. He did not get the head of the match. Chris, is this a Guinness Book of World Records problem, or did this guy play himself? There's a lot of Guinness Book of World Record problems, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I used to actually kind of look at that as the Bible. The Guinness really. Book of World oh, Records. Oh, my God. I used to love that, try to memorize all the records. and 
See if there's anybody I could break. I was always looking for how high a great toss catch in your mouth would have to be to set the record. Oh man! Because I used to be, a, I used to throw. And this is, okay, you want me to do something on film? I'll try this. What? I used to throw grapes as high as I possibly could in the air, and then catch, try to them, catch in them in my mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I used to just be pretty good at it. How many hit you in the eye? Uh, a couple. Okay. You know, was with estimation highest you've gotten on a on a great throw? Yeah, and landed. Yeah, I don't know, twenty feet. That's I pretty mean, good. I mean, tens the basket. I would think I could throw twice as high as that. You so, can dunk you know, if, you want, if you eat the uh, food tomorrow, Scraby, I'll do a grape toss for you. See, that day. doesn't really make yeah, it. It's not a real fair trade-off. <laughs> Sorry unless, about that. unless it hits you in the eye on the way You'd down. like to see one hit me in the eye. Yes. And then you, you have to wear for. a patch for a couple days. I don't know. I, the Guinness Book of World Records has lost me. So um, I'm just not interested. Brutus Van swears that Barry Bonds, that's what happened to his brownies. And that's why he, you know, the whole, my grandpa put medication in them. Yes. It was a joke. To who? Barry Bonds. Oh. I, I, I delivered that wrong, Bruce. Yeah, bad I'm sorry. Sorry, bros. You... Tony, did this guy play himself? Yes. He played himself. Really? He, he tried to, in effort to, because he was tired of buying them from the, the store. Yeah. He tried to short circuit the system here. Let me get some matches without the head. And uh, that turns out disqualifies you. He should have asked. He should have. Should have Before... at least, you know, get his book of world records. Used to have pictures of all these different oh, things. Oh yeah, if you Google this, so he should have looked. He should have Googled what, did, uh, what kind of matches was everybody else using. Well, the the key here is that they have to be commercially available. Right, these aren't commercial. If you can't strike a deal with a manufacturer in the back. All right, I'm on your guys' side. Sorry, now. I'm on your guys' side now. And uh, that guy needs to find something else to do with his life at this point. I, I got to say, it looks yeah, the, good. Yeah, he and the previous record holder both need <laughs> right. to find they, something to I do. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same guy, Chris. Come on. I mean, well, if it was the same record, guy, he would know that it, the matches yeah, that's, that's... Well, right. that's why he thought maybe I could get by because... Yeah. It actually would be surprising, though. All right. Because, yeah, he should know. I'm trying to think of what I would try to do breaking the record. I don't think I... I've ever tried your world like record that. quest. Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried anything. I like was that. in a Guinness book. I don't know if I'm still in For, there. Oh, the fastest pitch. Thing, yeah, I was a Guinness book of world record. Did you get a plaque? Did not. This is this you is should have got a plaque for fouling a pitch off. This is at one hundred four point three. Yeah. Are you still? We don't know if you're still in there, or do we think somebody I don't, passed I don't, you? I don't know if I'm still in there or not. I'm going to buy the 2024 cool. edition of the Guinness Book no of World No kidding. Records. I'm going to look it up online right now. I'm going to spend the entire break doing this. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. <laughs> when we get Tony's, back. I might see Tony's name in print. When we get back, the Aztecs football team added two more players to their roster for signing day. We will tell you who those players are, and we will catch up on some other stuff on 97.3 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.